Hello, word nerds. I hope my beatboxing from the end of last episode didn't turn you away. Let's hear it for another episode. Yay! Okay, the first word is beaten biscuit. B-E-A-T-E-N. That's the first word. And the second word is B-I-S-C-U-I-T. It is a noun from 1836. A biscuit whose dough is lightened by beating and folding. Next is beater. Noun from the 14th century. One. One that beats. As 1A, the synonym egg beater. 1B, a rotary blade attached to an electric mixer. 1C, we have the number one definition for the word drumstick. Number two, one who strikes bushes or other cover to rouse game. Number three, a dilapidated old automobile. Synonym is clunker. I have a beater car in the garage right now. It, uh, it won't start, and the car is 20 years old, maybe, maybe 20 and a half years old. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's about time, I think, for it to go live on the farm for the rest of its days, because uh, I don't think it's worth putting more money into it. But yep, that's, uh, that's the old beater that I've got, and uh, going to get a new beater to replace it. <laughs> Who knows how long that car will last? All right, now we have beatific. It is an adjective from 1640. One, of possessing or imparting beatitude. That's a word, beatitude? Hmm. Number two, having a blissful appearance, as in a beatific smile. Beatifically is an adverb. This is from the Latin word beatificus, which means making happy. Well, that's a nice word. That is from the word beatus, which means happy, from the verb biare, which means to bless. Perhaps it is akin from the Latin, it says to the Latin, but I think it's from the Latin word bonus, which means good. And there's more at the word bounty. Now we have the word beatific vision. It is two words. Noun from 1702. The direct knowledge of God enjoyed by the blessed in heaven. We're going to move on to beatify, B-E-A-T-I-F-Y. It's not beautify, make something beautiful. It is beatify. Let's find out what it means. I assume it's something related to being happy. This is a verb from 1535. One, to make supremely happy. I could use a little bit more beatification in my life. Number two, to declare to have attained the blessedness of heaven and authorize the title blessed and limited public religious honor. And I wasn't even fully aware of this when I said it, but beatification is a noun. Uh, let's see, this is from Middle French beatifier, from the Latin beatificare, from the Latin beatis plus facere, which means to make. Facere is F-A-C-E-R-E. And beatus, as we learned from the previous, well, two words ago, that means happy. So that would mean to make happy. There's more at the word do, D-O, if you want more etymology information. Now we have the word beating. It is a noun from the 13th century. One, an act of striking with repeated blows so as to injure or damage. Also, the injury or damage thus inflicted. 
Number two, synonym is pulsation. And then number three, synonyms are defeat and setback. Next is beating reed, two words, noun from 1851. A reed in a musical instrument that vibrates against the edges of an air opening, as in a clarinet or organ pipe, to which it is attached. And compare to the word free reed. Don't know what a free reed is. As I've mentioned, I played the saxophone, which is a single reed instrument. Uh, and I've tried an oboe once, which is a double reed instrument. Much more complicated. Uh, much harder to play, I think. Um, but man, I really want to get back into that stuff. Okay, next we have beatitude. It is a noun from the 15th century. 1A, a state of utmost bliss. Ah, uh, isn't that the best? Number 1B, used as a title for a primate, especially of an Eastern church. A primate and a church in the same sentence used as a title for a that must be a different word, primate. Is it primate? Primate? What is that in relation to a church? I don't know. Number two, any of the declarations made in the Sermon on the Mount, beginning in the AV, um, in the AV, I don't know what AV is, and then in quotes it says, blessed are. So uh, from the Sermon on the Mount, beginning in the AV, blessed are. And then the Sermon on the Mount it says in parentheses, MT 5 colon 3 to 11. Stuff I don't know. That's beatitude. Next is beatnik. It is a noun from 1958. A person who participated in a social movement of the 1950s and early 1960s, which stressed artistic self-expression and the rejection of the mores of conventional society. Broadly, a usually young and artistic person who rejects the mores of conventional society. I kind of like that idea, don't you? Now we have, well, okay, just real quick, adults, if you're listening to this with kids, and I think there's at least one of you out there, you might want to fast forward 10 to 20 seconds. Ready, set, go. Next is beat off, two words, a verb from the 15th century. We have the synonym repel. Now we have the intransitive definition, which is usually vulgar, and we have the synonym masturbate, used of a male. Okay, I hope you're all back, you kids, or adults with kids, or you know what? Honestly, I hope you didn't fast forward if kids are around, because this is stuff that they should uh, be learning about the sooner the better in a very um, open and loving way and um, realistic and honest. Honest, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, because, you know what, they're going to learn about the world eventually. So we are going to move on to beat out. It is a verb from 1588, and I think it's only transitive. Number one, to make or perform by or as if by beating. Number two, to mark or accompany by beating. Number three, to turn a routine ground ball or a bunt into a hit in baseball by fast running to first base. So without the parentheses, it says, to turn into a hit in baseball by fast running to first base. Now we have Beatrice. It's the name Beatrice with a capital B. But I don't think that's what it's going to say. In fact, I take that back. There is another def or, uh, pronunciation. Beatrice. 
That is another way to pronounce the name Beatrice because this is an Italian word. It is a noun from 1642. Beatrice, a Florentine woman idealized in Dante's Vita Nuova and Divina Commedia. Uh, So it is still technically a woman's name, uh, but she is specifically, I guess, a famous character in two stories, novels, whatever you want to call them, because I don't know what they are, written by Dante. First one is Vita Nuova, and the second one is Divina Commedia. Now we have beat up with a hyphen. It is an adjective from 1863. Synonyms are dilapidated and shabby. Now we have the word bow, B-E-A-U. It is a noun uh, from... In 1653, one, we have the number one definition for the word dandy. And number two, we have the number two definition for the word boyfriend. Next is Beau Brummel. First word is Beau with a capital B. Second word is Brummel with a capital B. Double M, double L. It is a noun from 1834. And then we have um, the just the number one definition for the word dandy, just like the previous word. This is a nickname of the person G.B. Brummel. Still don't know who that is. Next, we have Boku. Bo, and then C-O-U-P. It is one word. It is an adjective from circa 1918. It is slang. And it means great in quantity or amount. Synonyms are many and much. As in, spent Boku dollars. Okay, now we have the last word of this episode, and let's make sure, no, it does not go on to the next page. It is Beaufort Scale, capital B-E-A-U-F-O-R-T, next word, scale. It is a noun from 1856, a scale in which the force of the wind is indicated by numbers from 0 to 12. This is from Sir Francis Beaufort, and... I can actually describe the scale to you. I can read it because it lists all the whole scale. Okay, so there are columns. First column is Beaufort number, and it goes from 0 to 12. Then we have the name at that certain level. We have the wind speed, both in miles per hour and kilometers per hour. And then we have the description. So Beaufort number 0, the name is calm. It is less than 1 mile per hour, also less than one kilometer per hour. And the description is calm. Smoke rises vertically. So pretty much no wind. Number one in the Beaufort scale is light air. In miles per hour, it is one to three. Kilometers per hour is one to five. I'll try and simplify that going forward. And that is a direction of wind shown by smoke, but not by wind vanes. So it's so slight that only smoke will move, not even wind vanes. Number two, light breeze, four to seven or six to 11. Wind felt on face, leaves rustle, wind vane moves. I hope you're paying attention because you are absolutely going to be required to memorize this going forward. Number three, gentle breeze, eight to 12 and 12 to 19. Leaves and small twigs in constant motion. Wind extends light flag. Number four, moderate breeze, 13 to 18 and 20 to 29. Wind raises dust and loose paper. 
small branches move. Number five, fresh breeze. 19 to 24 and 30 to 39. Uh, This is small trees with leaves begin to sway. Crested wavelets form on inland waters. It sounds very poetic, actually. This should be turned into a poem. Number six, strong breeze, 25 to 31, and 40 to 50. Large branches move, overhead wires whistle, umbrellas difficult to control. Number seven, moderate gale or near gale, 32 to 38, and 51 to 61. Whole trees sway, walking against wind is difficult. Number eight, fresh gale, or just gale, just the single word gale. 39 to 46 and 62 to 74. Twigs break off trees. Moving cars veer. Ooh, that is getting unsafe. Number nine, strong gale. 47 to 54 and 75 to 87. Slight structural damage occurs. Shingles may blow away. Very bad, very unsafe. Shingles are very heavy. Uh, You don't want to get hit with one, that is for sure. Number 10, whole gale or storm, 55 to 63, 88 to 102. Trees uprooted, considerable structural damage occurs. Uh, You do not want to be out in these winds. I remember one day when I was in college, uh, Columbia College in Chicago, and it was the windiest day I had ever experienced Um, technically it might not be the windiest day that I have since experienced because I was in Iowa City when a tornado came through. Uh, luckily I wasn't, you know, like in the middle of it, but I was surprisingly close to it actually. Um, so I'm really curious to what, what the winds were that day in Chicago because little old ladies were falling over and those little newsstands where you, you know, put in a quarter and get your paper, those things were falling over. Garbage cans were flying all over the place. Uh, yeah, it was a rough day. Anyway, we got two more. 11 is storm or violent storm. 64 to 72 and 103 to 117. Widespread damage occurs. And then number 12, it says hurricane. And then there is an asterisk next to hurricane and it says the u.s uses 74 statute miles per hour as the speed criterion for a hurricane uh so this description says greater than or equal to 73 uh but the u.s uses 74 for miles per hour and then the kilometers per hour is greater than or equal to 118 and then the description is widespread damage occurs which is the exact same description as number 11 Once you hit hurricane or tropical storm or tornado, I think they have a whole other scale, you know, category one through five or something. Uh, So, yeah, those are the 13 13 types of wind. That is going to be the end of this episode. Um, I want to pick something good. Um, Well, we'll we'll just pick, pick, pick. We'll pick Beaufort scale as the word of the episode because that took up a good chunk of this and it was also kind of interesting. Uh, why don't you pick your own word of the episode? Send me a message. Tell me what you think the, the word of the episode should be. Uh, thank you very much. I'm going to end this now. This has been Spencer dispensing information to you. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>